there. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday with me, Siggy Helgeson. Today, we have a special guest interview with Deacon Inkalori Lisher, who is the Director of Youth and Family Ministry here at St. Mark's by the Narrows. She's going to share some wisdom that she has found about surviving challenges during this pandemic and offer some advice about moving out of one's comfort zone into the growth zone and trying to avoid the panic zone. I want to again just do a shout out and thank you to Darren Kerbs and the band for creating the music for this podcast. And again, to Cody Schumann for his editing and putting it all together so well. So dear listener, here is season two, episode four, Practice the Pause. Washington, so not too far from here, and I attended Mountain View Lutheran Church as a child and youth and young adult, um, obviously formed in the faith from the very beginning. I attended Western Washington University, and after that I began working at Calvary Lutheran in Federal Way, where I actually met Bruce Sadler, who is now my husband, um, of almost 12 years, I think. Um, <laughs> I can laugh about that. Um, and we live just in this neighborhood, and we have a dog, Sherlock, and um, my stepson, Warren, lives in Fresno, California, and just enjoying life in the Pacific Northwest, and so I've chosen to stay here. Um, I attended Luther Seminary and graduated from there in 2007 with a Master's of Arts degree in Children, Youth, and Family Faith Formation. And have been enjoying my time doing ministry and definitely feel the call to work with children, youth, and families. And I appreciate the opportunities I've had at St. Mark's to grow in this position um, and the exploration and experiments we've done and just how flexible the congregation's been and how I have grown over these last 20 plus years alongside them um, and it's just been a joy to be in this call. Um, and I was rostered as a deacon in 2009, or as an associate minister in 2009. And then um, the ELCA changed their rostering two, a couple years ago, and all associates and ministries were put into the category of ordained deacons in the ELCA, which is an honor to now be a deacon in the church. I, I have seen Inglory really uh, mentoring uh, younger or uh, less experienced youth and family ministers, and uh, it's just such a gift that you give. Well, Ingloria, I just wanted to um, ask you some of your uh, some questions about wellness and how you have um, how you've weathered this really challenging time, um, and. As we talk about this, I'm kind of thinking about three different uh, zones, if you will, kind of like uh, um, weather zones, if you want to think of it in that way. But um, kind of in the center, like there's the, like a comfort zone where you feel 
um, really at ease. And this is your, uh, your happy place, uh, kind of your comfort zone. And then just outside of that is a growth zone that we, we move into um, when we take on a, a new job or uh, a new responsibility or uh, we choose to learn something new or when we, maybe when we're just pushing into it, like a pandemic. So I'm going to ask you about, about uh, what's helped you during this pandemic. Uh, you know, what's been sort of the biggest challenge to your uh, comfort zone? Yeah, um, the biggest challenge to my comfort zone, personally, is just navigating the world around us and going grocery shopping or how do you return something that you bought online or even just little things like that that normally seem like you walk into a store and return it, but now we don't do that as much. Or um, when I encounter people like a mass crowd on a walk, where do I veer uh, walking in public? Um, and again, that's kind of without going into the panic zone on that one, but um, like how do I navigate my comfort zone? Like what I'm comfortable with is being outside. Um, I have found we've created a backyard space with um we have an enclosed patio and a covered patio anyway so we enclosed half of it with tarps and we were able to create like an outdoor family room um in our backyard which has been great and has fed my comfort zone of being outside even in the winter time when it's raining out um but yeah what's pushing my comfort zone is just like what's science saying and what's my brain and my heart saying and how do I balance both of those and do things that are for caring for my neighbor so that is trying to live into my comfort zone um, but also pushing me to grow as well um, and how I experience the world in the middle of a pandemic so um, definitely it's been challenging and I know it's been challenging for everybody um, and there's moments where I'm just loving staying at home uh, Put me in my house, give me a book, let me work from home, I'm good. Um, but other times where it's like, okay, I actually have to get out and do stuff. And again, that's fine, but it's just relearning how to do certain things that we're comfortable in or um, new challenges. And what's what would you say has helped you to adapt and be able to move out of your comfort zone into the growth zone? I would say personally, um, I started walking and slow jogging more. Um, so that is also for my physical health and well-being, but also for me, it's a growth zone because I do not like to walk in the cold and the rain and I don't really like running. I never have, but I feel really good when I get my heart rate up and I've done something outside. And so for me, that's actually a growth zone physically and personally. What a growth zone for me in my profession is, is I've actually had a lot of fun designing and dreaming and pivoting how we do youth ministry differently. And one of the things we've done is we've done, done chopped cooking competitions with our middle school and high school students all over Zoom, but they've had a blast. We deliver food to their homes. We give them the recipes and, or they come up with the recipes themselves. And then what I'm doing um, this week with our student high school students is we're doing a Bob Ross paint night. And that's been fun because I got to deliver all the paint supplies to them and we will see how it goes because we get to watch a Bob Ross painting video from my childhood and watch them paint away 
And it's getting some stuff you can do over Zoom and it's stuff that we can do in person when we're back together. But I love the idea of coming up with creative new ideas and that's actually helped me grow in my ministry. Um, another thing that's helped me grow and come out of my comfort zone is for the season of Lent, we're going to do Minecraft with our fifth or eighth graders with biblical themes of creating realms. And Ben Sherman has graciously volunteered to help me design those. Oh, cool. uh, yeah. I know, right? So to build the Noah's Ark or to build like the Ten Commandments or build Jesus going into Jerusalem on the donkey. I mean, I'm hoping this all works out. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but um, that should be fun. And then like doing book groups with our students, which I've never done before directly. And just kind of looking at things differently. I know um, our theme last year was basically all things new, but we're still learning and we're still growing. And I feel like I'm growing every single day in my job and in my personal life. And the pandemic in a way has been good at stopping and saying what's important, how can we do this? and maybe stepping out of my comfort zone, instead of doing the same things over and over again, I have to look at ministry a bit different and that's okay. Yeah. So that's actually a gift of all of this. That's so cool. And your creativity is, that's amazing. So um, you talked, you touched a little bit about um, uh, the panic zone and that would be once you're in the growth zone and you realize I'm in over my head and you know, those maybe the first few weeks of the pandemic, thinking back, you might have, um, you know, I know for myself, um, the panic zone was very real. It's like, what are we, what, what's happening? What are we going to get into? Or maybe when the pandemic stretched on longer than we thought, and we realized this is going to really, you know, we're going to really change and adapt permanently. And so um, I'm just curious how would, how would you describe where you're at right now? Um, you know, comfort zone, in the growth zone, or panic zone, or toggling between them? I will admit, I think I'm toggling between them. And that's because if I know how long I have to plan for, like let's say I know that I will not see people in the building face-to-face -face for this amount of time, I can work with that. What I think got me at the beginning was, is we had no idea how long we were going to be away from each other. Or it was like, okay, so at Easter we'll be together, or Pentecost will be together, or we can do VBS in person. And it was those in-between in gray areas that would cause me to flip into panic, but still be productive. Um, I can be really productive in the panic zone to the point of being overly productive in the panic zone. So then I just have to learn to step back and either take a break or continue just to grow and be present to where I am. Uh, but I think I toggle, I toggle between especially growth and comfort. Um, I only hit panic when something could change right away because I think I've got it down and I think it's going well. And that's human nature, right, too. We don't always like change. Um, I'm very comfortable having my same routine. Uh, again, I've been in the same job for 20 plus years. So again, I'm comfortable, um, but I also am challenged by growth and changes. So again, I think it's just toggling between and trying to have, figure out how to balance it all um, and not let it overwhelm you because 
there's nothing that we have to do right now except for be present with those that we work alongside and minister to and um, see on Sunday mornings in Sunday school or on Facebook or however we see them. Yeah, that's that's really great wisdom there that it it kind of makes you realize the most important part of your job the most important things and um, and also I love I love what you said about you know it's okay to not be able to do everything right now mm-hmm. it's okay it's okay to just step back and and I I agree with you when, uh, when I'm in the panic zone I just want to keep doing 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 when um, to help get out of the panic um, when maybe the best it's like what you said, just just stepping back. I'm wondering, Ingalore, if you want to share um, a, your uh, a practice of um, doing yoga and how that um, how that has has been a way to get get through this as well. Yeah, so I've been practicing yoga for I don't even know how long for years, um, on and off at different. Um, facilities, including the YMCA, in my own home, with friends, by myself, even at St. Mark's um, in the fireside room, I have been known to practice yoga a few times, and in the parish commons with some colleagues, which has been a blessing in my life as well. Um, For me, yoga is a spiritual practice of centering and being present to where I am on my mat and kind of leaving other things behind. I remember practicing one Monday, Thursday, which it seemed weird to take an hour off on Monday, Thursday to do yoga. But for me, it was so important just to kind of center myself before the three days began and to be present to the one thing um, besides Jesus that's important, and that's taking care of myself. Um, I think sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves in the midst of taking care of others. And for me, yoga is the practice of taking care of myself um, and the time that I give myself to do that. And not in a selfish way, but in a way of seeing myself for who I am and what my needs are and what my how my body responds. And one of the practices I did on my sabbatical a couple years ago was take mindfulness classes um, to focus on breathing and being present and just pausing in the midst of a really busy world and a busy life and honestly a busy career. Um, my position here at church while it's ever-changing and has its ups and downs and is always moving, is always moving, which means I want to honor the idea of being still sometimes. And through yoga and mindfulness, I find time to be still. And through being still, I have the opportunity of listening to the holy. What is God telling me? What is God asking of me? What is God asking? showing me in my life and how is God showing up for me in the stillness and so this is why um, I think mindfulness and yoga are really important practices for me and well I would love to be trained professionally in both of these is this isn't the time to do that I have tried to do some mindfulness activities with our youth um, and our children just to pause even before we start Sunday school and to pause before we talk about confirmation stuff or even in youth group, pausing before we do prayer, um, giving ourselves a moment of stillness um, to just experience where God is. So, and 
I'm thinking you're going to lead this into what's happening in Lent. Yes. So go ahead and, and share that. Okay. This is this is really a great opportunity to uh, practice the pause. Yeah. So I was in a class a couple of weeks ago, and it's through an organization called Holy Yoga, and I was it was a meditative experience. So for half an hour, um, hearing scripture and prayer and listening. I had an idea, which I realized when you're in the middle of meditation, you probably shouldn't like live into your ideas, but I just started typing. So, cause it just, when the spirit hits, I went for it. So on Fridays in Lent, starting on February 19th, you all will have the opportunity to join me on Zoom. And the only thing you have to do is listen, to be present, to be still. I will, I will welcome you. I will start with a scripture reading. We will do it Lectio Divina style where I read it a couple times and pose some questions that for you to think about or things that stand out for you or things that provoke you in a good way um, or what interests you in the scripture. I'll read through scripture a few times. You don't have to speak. It will all just be listening. And then we'll end with some poetry and prayer time. It will be about 20 to 30 minutes long. And again, you can log in from wherever, from your lunch hour, at your desk, from home, even from your car, if you could just listen to Zoom without watching um, and have your hands off your phone, obviously. But um, ways to just kind of be present and be still and take time to see where God is showing up in your life through scripture, prayer, and just holy listening. So I invite you for this time of holy listening at 12 o'clock in Lent, starting February 19th. Wonderful. So that's going to be a great opportunity uh, to take some time out and really a great wellness practice. So thank you for offering that in glory. We look forward to it. Uh, any other wisdom to share with uh, families at, during this time right now? Uh, what, you're, what you're hearing from them? Yeah, I know that there are a lot of changes coming your way again with schools deciding to open or not open. Choices you have to make whether you send your students to online education classes only or whether you go in for the hybrid options, whether you keep them at home. Um, there are many, many choices, and I, I just want you to know that you have people praying for you every single day, for all the parents and our children, for grandparents, aunts and uncles. Um, we here at the church are just lifting you in our prayers and our thoughts and know that these are difficult waters to navigate sometimes. But, and I know this is a cliche, but you are not alone. Um, we all walk this road differently, but you're not alone on this road. And so just know that we are here supporting you and praying for you. And if we can be a resource and even just a listening ear, just call one of us, email one of us and let us know. Um, we're here to chat. And I don't know, I, I think our kids, someone mentioned in one of the community conversation groups, kids are resilient and they are. And I know you as adults, no matter what your age are resilient to and I'm going to be curious of the pandemic stories we all have to tell when we come back in person face to face. And hopefully there'll be some laughter in the midst of hugs and tears as well. So blessings to you all and just know that 
God's also present in the midst of this too. I want to again thank Deacon Ingelory Lisher for sharing her story today and for the invitation to practice the pause. If you'd like more information about the Friday Mindfulness Practice beginning on February 19th, please go to the St. Mark's website at www.smlutheran.org and then click on the Lent icon. Until next week, dear listener, keep growing, stay out of the panic zone, practice the pause, and remember that all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well.